0: This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always across the world by the interrupter, Kyle Vestner. How's it going anyways, Kyle?
1: Fucking doing it, dude.
0: Good morning. Yeah. Good morning to you.
1: What a lovely morning it is. Fucking woke up four goddamn times.
0: Yeah. Kyle is... It's morning for Kyle, evening for me. I'm in Gothenburg, Sweden. Kyle is in the normal recording studio in his house in Kelowna. We are separated by a nine hour time gap and a couple thousand kilometers, but we're doing the podcast.
1: For you, you sons for, of bitches. Yeah.
0: For you, our wonderful our fans. Gracious, trying to be nice. Our
1: gracious listeners.
0: Our gracious listeners.
1: <laughs> the unfaithful.
0: Yeah, the unfaithful. Um, fucking, <laughs> how's it going, anyways, Kyle? We haven't. For this is. Three weeks after our last recording, I just listened to it today. Yeah. So, like, time has passed. Yeah, and we, uh, and
1: we fucking, (laughs) we did, we did that episode twice.
0: We did. It actually wasn't bad. I just listened to it to get myself up to speed.
1: No, we fucking Um, ruled, dude.
0: But, uh, what's, what's important is that Canada has the best female soccer players in the world. We won again? Did you watch the Olympic game dude. between Canada and Sweden?
1: I haven't watched a single Olympic event. I couldn't give a <laughs> fuck,
0: dude. So I was—I happened to be in Sweden, and mm-hmm. Canada beat the United States in a crazy upset in the semifinal Sick. on a penalty that was arguably not even inside the penalty or the the box penalty shot. They score, win the game one nothing. Sweden um, has been dude. This is hilarious. So, of the starting 11 players on Sweden's team, 10 of them are couples. Or five of them are couples. Are you of them, kidding me? They're, so they're, That's they're all, fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. And
1: all the best Swedish soccer players just fuck each other?
0: Exactly. They're <laughs> all hot lawn chicks. They're like,
1: they're I'm only attracted to someone who's good at me at soccer. So, my <laughs> options are these
0: five women. Okay, so... I was staying. Okay, so I mean, I guess where should I start? Last weekend we went to Malmo, uh, which is in the south of Sweden, to visit Camilla's brother and uh, his husband, and we had a wonderful time. But he was telling me all about the controversy on the Swedish soccer team because five of them are couples, and one of, the coach like with gate like tried to like I don't know chew out one of the players for doing something wrong and Mm -hmm. the wife like stepped up and was like you don't talk to her like that this is a blah 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 like she doesn't need that stuff from you that's
1: hilarious
0: the goalie who's also a lesbian criticized this and the other couples like shunned her out and she got kicked off the team
1: that's fucking that's toxic locker room behavior that is
0: absolutely (laughs) toxic get this they accused her of being homophobic, and she's a lesbian.
1: Oh my god! Fuck, the gays are running rampant, dude. They're going nuts. <laughs> They're attacking their own.
0: Okay, so that's that's in the lead up to the game. Um, everybody, everybody, uh, like, just thought that Sweden was going to kill Canada, in, including me. But I got drunk like the the day before and be, bet five hundred crowns that Canada would beat Sweden. How much is that? Uh, it's not, it's like 50 bucks.
1: Oh yeah. Cool. Right it's like on.
0: Bucks. I don't know. I don't know how much it is. They have fake money over here. Like, I guess like, like a cheeseburger is like 75 crowns. So 500 crowns.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's okay. a decent amount of money. That's gotta be like almost a hundred bucks.
0: The, that's like a meal. That's the big Mac index. If you follow economics, <laughs> can,
1: <laughs> I'm assuming Sweden in my mind doesn't even have McDonald's. They have. They some, do. Yeah, I know everywhere does, but in my mind, I'm like, they don't even have.
0: Last year, you gotta they go to had... like
1: in my mind, you gotta go to some like old lady's house and she like puts food on a frying pan and just throws it at you.
0: <laughs> they they have uh quite good restaurants, but that's this is that's besides the point. So at halftime, Canada's uh losing one nothing. No no no. What was it? Yeah, one nothing. And Sweden had been in there, and like, the whole game. They had possession the whole game. And then Canada scored on a penalty shot again late in the second half. And then it went to penalty kicks, and Canada won in penalty kicks. It was so fucking hilarious. Because Atla, um, the guy's house we were staying at, Mm -hmm. he was just, like, talking shit the whole game about how Sweden's going to win and Sweden's the greatest. And then we made our first penalty shot. They missed then they made two then we missed and then they had a chance to win it all and they missed and he's like We just lost the game and then Canada came and won the game and they were so choked and I just okay So then last night I got to do stand-up at uh, one of the bars here And I just opened with I'm from Canada the place of the best women's soccer or football that and the rules place, Everyone just crossed their arms and they were so mad at me and I gloated for probably a minute and a half <sighs> And it was like dead silent.
1: (laughs) They weren't even taking it like well at all. It's just pure.
0: Zero percent. I was like, I mean, did the divorce rate in Sweden spike after that game because of all the lesbian couples? No, no laughs at all. The comedians laugh, but like none of the fucking audience laugh. And then I had to dig myself out of that hole, but I ended up having an okay set. But yeah, that's basically what I've done in the last week. Very fun. Right on
1: that rule i didn't even know i didn't even know our soccer team won again we've been good before we were good did we win the
0: last olympics um i don't think so but maybe we have christine sinclair who is this is actually a crazy stat the highest scoring footballer in international games men's or women's she has 187 goals really
1: in international some games just absolute fucking blowouts where she's oh, getting like guess, fucking 20 goals. She's
0: played for like 30 years.
1: Oh, that's she's, cool. She's like
0: 45 years old.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. So but like was, more than Pele, more than Ronaldo, more than fucking Ibrahimović, like all those guys.
1: I always wonder like what is wrong with the sport you're playing when people that old can't compete. Like even hockey for a while had a couple of 45 year old dudes. Like someone hit him. Like you <laughs> should not be able to just float around like that. Fucking
0: smoke him, you know? Is there the un is I feel like there's the unwritten rule like you just don't hit Gretzky or you don't hit freaking who was it a uh,
1: Yager forty five years old yeah just plowing nineteen year olds getting making on social media <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know, there kind of was
1: think- the unwritten rule but I'm- it's like if you fuck it it's like if you played if you ever played against a girl in rugby or anything do girls oh, yeah.
0: Ever- yeah. I have a great story for you. I think it's smoked, right? Uh, here. Okay, so it's like grade nine or ten, and there's this tiny girl on the other team playing winger. She's literally like four foot six, like tiny little girl, and she'd get the ball and like dipsy doodle around, and we'd kind of just grab her by the jersey and push her down. Okay. And at halftime, <laughs> my coach goes. Everybody on the opposite team wearing a jersey is a rugby player. Treat them like a rugby player. <laughs> God damn! He's like and, fucking
1: ruin this little girl's life.
0: <laughs> and kickoff, I I was kicking and I just booted it way high and long right to her. On and purpose. This guy on my team. This guy on my team, yeah. Mike, who's like plays football and rugby. He plays like. Uh, DB and wide receiver, fast guy, tough guy, Jesus. good hitter. Yeah, and he just goes straight for and she stops running and does the like juke, juke, side to side, and he went right through her, dude, <laughs> folded her in half. <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I th- she went out the game. I th- she played for the rest of the season, but she got fucking smoked.
1: Hey, good for her for getting yeah, back up yeah. and doing it.
0: Yeah. There was a couple I,
1: girls like, sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say on the other side of that coin, uh, my buddy D- my buddy Dano, who captained the Crows for a few years, mm-hmm. very good player, wrestled for Team Canada, like really good rugby player. We had a girl on our team that went on to play for Team Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Alicia Kokeko. She's fucking awesome. Uh, he got a super high pass off a line out, and he like jumped to get it. And she folded him in half. And he says that to this day, that's the hardest he's ever been hit was by a girl.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I thought you were going to say on the other side of that, uh, my wife folded one of the comics in half in the backyard.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> uh, told that story we before, have. I think.
1: It's a fucking great one. But uh, yeah, we had a... When you're like... It's like the transition year in hockey when the girls stop being on the boys team, is usually in hitting, right? Yeah. So that's like, it's 11, but now it's like 13. <laughs> but it was like 11 when I was younger. So the girls would still be bigger sometimes at like yeah, 11. Yeah, they hit
0: puberty first.
1: Yeah, so some of them would stick around for like a year or two of hitting. And honestly, most people wouldn't hit them as hard, right? Yeah. It's just—it's. I don't even think it's an unwritten rule. I think it's just biology that dudes don't want to absolutely smash a woman. Dude, I, I sincerely it, think so.
0: Dude, in the Second World War, the Soviets had women in their armies, and it unnerved the Germans. They didn't want to kill them, and the women were fucking brutal, like killers. Just to I know.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. But like we like fucking biologically protectors, like women and children first. And then you yeah. see this woman that has her head down on the ice. And you're like, okay, I'll just push her over. But like this one time, like the problem with that is, I guess, is you get, the girls get used to it. Oh, anyone would. You get used to the behavior being treated differently, just like the girl juking side to side and then getting absolutely fucking ran through. Because she's used to being able to do that, right? Yeah. So I saw once this girl fucking take her head, it must have been like 12 years old, like not that. And she's coming across the ice, head down. And just absolutely gets ran from the opposite side of
0: the fucking just, Scott Stevens, like just Korea.
1: Perfectly legal hit, head, head down, coming right through the middle. Oh my god, fucking out of the game. And when in hockey it's pretty hard to fucking put someone out of the game. Yeah. Like realistically. Oh, crushed. I don't even know if they kept playing after. Like men's.
0: <laughs> stop. Stop the game. It's <laughs> over. Like stop
1: stop your career. Get to the fucking would say But when that happens, the whole other team, just at like, fights that dude, right? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it kind of is like, what are you doing? You hit our girl, but
0: yeah. <sighs> I've also told oh, the story
1: of my sister before when she like fought that guy in lacrosse. What?
0: Your sister fought a guy in I've, lacrosse. I've told
1: this before, I think.
0: I feel like I have not okay, heard well, I'll this tell story. You.
1: So, yeah, I wasn't there, but my my mom was. So she tells a story. I, so was my dad, actually. And uh, so my sister's pretty pretty aggressive, but she's like the girl. In, la, in lacrosse, there's no men's and women's. There's just lacrosse. You can yeah. either play lacrosse, except for probably when you get to, like, higher levels, maybe. But in, their, in, their, in her age group, like 13, 14, there was no men's and women's. So there's a couple girls <laughs> on the team. My sister's one of them, and she played hockey, so she's used to being aggressive already. She played with the boys coming up. And uh, and she was, like, getting into it with this dude, like, during the game. And then I don't know if he hit her or what happened, but she fucking flipped out, dropped her gloves, and started punching the dude in the face. <laughs> and the dude just... Did she get his helmet off? No. I think she was, like... I don't even know what she was doing. I don't know if she was <laughs> punching him in the neck or, like, lifted up his helmet and tried to punch him. I've seen that move in hockey. With the cage still on, where guys grab the cage, lift it up, just starts feeding the guy in the jaw, <laughs> and then the guy just stood there, not knowing what to do. It just took it. <laughs> so she didn't really fight a guy more than she did assault the guy because he didn't know what to do when he was getting punched by a girl.
0: I respect it. Imagine he fucking swung back. That's that what I was, bad for That's everybody. what I was
1: getting at. Like he can't. You know what I mean? What if he just fucking dropped her? <laughs> a, fucking, a five six fucking blonde blue eyed girl just fucking all right. This is what we're doing. Crack.
0: Have you seen the subreddit Pussy Pass Denied?
1: No, but it sounds awesome.
0: Uh, I go uh, do yourself a favor one day when you're bored and just go to Pussy Art Reddit puts the Pussy Pass Denied and look at the top twenty five posts and it's all that I already it's know like
1: what it a, is based on the name.
0: Yeah. I mean, some of them are just like women getting told not like no, which are great, but some of them are women punching guys and the guy punches back and it's, those are always Over, uncomfortable every to watch. Case, it's like pure justice.
1: They're still uncomfortable to watch for some reason. Like I've seen some where this like, <laughs> where this chick just comes up and she's hitting the dude and as hard as she can. And she looks like she's not doing damage, but she's like, it obviously hurts. Like she's actually connecting, yeah. you know? She's not gonna knock him out or anything. And then he just goes, fuck this, and answers <laughs> hard as he can. They always end up looking like the Nganu fight where he just knocks out over him and the guy goes, he literally feet off the ground, snaps his head yeah. back. Every yeah. like none of those women have ever taken a punch. Just jaw up in the air, full uppercut, sending him flying.
0: <laughs> and then you're they, always they, like, this, oh God. The the shock of <clears throat> I can't believe he did that is I, that's probably my favorite part i've
1: never seen the subreddit but i have seen a couple of the i'm like flip out you can't hit a girl <laughs> like after they've been just teeing off on a guy as hard as they can
0: you know they've got away with that before oh just by unlimited the times with their chin up.
1: it's the same thing <laughs> they've been crossing the ice of their head down for years
0: <laughs> uh man so last night we I did I did stand up again. It was very fun. But check this out. I met some of the local guys and one of the guys that I met is uh he got his degree in religion studies in university. So I'm gonna do a podcast with him uh in the next yeah. week and that'll be that'll go up on the Patreon. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about obviously Christianity and I think Islam and I'm gonna ask him a bunch of questions. About world religions, so I think that'll be very exciting. And then we—I met this other hilarious dude. Uh, he has like this—he's got like fucking sideshow bob hair, and he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt with a jacket over top. And he was just making me laugh like crazy. And he's—he uh, wants we're gonna do some sort of like cross promotional stream, and those will be coming up on Patreon in the next uh, couple weeks, I think.
1: Cool. What's uh, what does his stream do? What's a cross promoter?
0: Oh, uh, he's got a podcast. I don't really understand what it is. It's it's just like a comedy podcast. They like, uh, I think it, the translation roughly was like higher intelligence or uh, the higher intelligence podcast. It's obviously tongue in cheek. ironic?
1: Yeah. And they okay. basically
0: um, ask really hard, like dumb questions, hard, dumb questions and then and, like, If you were an animal that had to fuck Hitler, what type of animal would you be? That was one of the examples he gave me. That's kind of funny. uh, we'll do a Bible-themed one, I think. I'm going to hang out with those guys this week.
1: Obviously a whale. Biggest dick.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, That's a good one.
1: Or or (laughs) the horse that fucked Mr. Hand to death.
0: Jesus. (laughs) Um... Do you remember what we read three weeks ago?
1: <laughs> no, no read it twice and I don't remember.
0: Okay. I'm gonna refresh your memory. Um, we read about uh, Jehu, the commander of the army. Remember so just to set the scene, um, Israel is at war with a ram, which is modern day serial. So or cereal? Israel is putting in a rebellion <laughs> at war with the ram. Elisha is in a ram. He went over there and prophesied to the commander of the king's army. Uh, you're going to be king next. And then the king smothered like then the commander smothered the king like gladiator style and was like, I guess I got to be king now. And then Elisha wept because he knew he was going to do bad things to Israel. And then he sent a messenger down to tuck into his cloak, into his belt. He said, tuck in your cloak, into your belt, run down and anoint Jehu with oil. And he anoints Jehu with oil and says, you're going to be king of Israel. And then Jehu walks out the tent, just dripping and glistening Mm -hmm. and says, the guys are like, who was that? And he's like, oh, just a crazy guy. They're like, what did he say? And he's like, I should be king of Israel. And they're like, Jehu is king of Israel. And that's how it happened.
1: All right. We're caught up. I remember that. Okay. I thought there was more so, for some reason.
0: I mean, that's where we are in the story. <clears throat> so this is uh second Kings chapter or chapter nine, verse 14. So Jehu, son of Jehovah, Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi conspired against Joram. Joram and uh, now, then it says in parentheses, now, Joram and all Israel had been defending Ramoth Gilead ex- against Hazel, king of Aram, but King Joram had returned to Jezreel to recover from his wounds. The Arameans had afflicted on him in battle with Hazel, king of Aram. Oh, Remember, it's, he good got- that,
1: it's good that God picked this opportunity as the king was very weak to yeah. overthrow the throne. That's very, it's very tactical of God. You, As you
0: read this story, it sounds like the most human story you've ever read. Sounds it's like it's every of
1: those... overthrow of anything. Oh, they're at I their didn't... weakest? Let's have a coup. It, but this one exactly God did, that. so.
0: D- dude, when I was told this story in Sunday school, I was told, like, God picked Jehu to just right all the wrongs. And they use this, just as keep in mind that they use this as, like, a like an ironclad defense of biblical prophecy. Like, can you believe that God prophesied that Jezebel would get eaten by dogs and then she got eaten by dogs? Like, how unlikely is that? Not considering that the entire story was written hundreds hundred years after the fact. That It's crazy how much Christians believe that.
1: I guess if you take it at face value, it is kind of crazy. It would be unlikely. It would be an unlikely thing to happen. Like, if nowadays, if someone prophesied someone to get eaten by dogs, and they did, someone everyone would assume that'd be the first person the police would go to. They'd be like, all right, that guy killed that person and fed them to dogs. Like, no one would be like, oh, my God, that's crazy.
0: And the possibility of, let's say, they, you know, you didn't know the whole story. You found out someone was eaten by dogs, and then they went back and retroactively... Said, "Oh yeah, I said beforehand they were gonna get eaten by dogs." You can see in this blog post that is clear. You know, yeah, like they, there's no way I could fake the date in my journal that I said on July seventh, two thousand seventeen. You can tell this is July seventh, two thousand seventeen, because it says in my journal written there.
1: Yeah, are we carbon dating these uh, based on <laughs> based on the other text?
0: No, the, we in fact know this whole story was written after the fact. We know that. Yeah, I know but they treat it as if it was like written, like, like they're reading, like the news, like last chapter happened last week. And this chapter ha- chapters happening presently. It's really dumb. Okay. So back to the Bible here. Um, Jehu said, if you desire to make me King, don't let anyone slip out of the city and tell the news in Jezreel. Then he gone to his chariot and rode to Jezreel because Joram was resting there and Ahaziah king of Judah had gone down to see him. So we got the two kings, one king of so Judah, wait, does, one king Pardon me. Does
1: he have to kill him? Yeah. Because if, if if it was really God's God doing this, why would he have to kill him?
0: Yeah, you'd think. This doesn't even make any sense. <clears throat> you would think he's God's agent. That's God designed it to go this way.
1: But then I guess we're gonna find out that he did bad stuff.
0: Well, we already know that Joram did bad in the eyes of the Lord. Oh, okay.
1: Right?
0: That's we? been God God, <clears throat> warned, God warned warned Joram, you know, you've done bad things. He's of the house of Ahab, right? Yeah. They all are tainted with Jezebel and they all took part in worshiping idols.
1: He should they so, should if God really wants to make a spectacle of like people that disobey him. He shouldn't make them get killed by other people who are inevitably take all their power. He should be killed by I like know. different versions of wild animals, like different packs of, like a pack of bears or eagles pick you up by their talons and throw you into the river.
0: That would be a good you know, one. Just you notice as the, we go further in the Bible, the the miracles become less and less dramatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? it's just it's just dudes doing stuff now. It's like not even anything. It's just if you left humans to their own devices, that would still happen ninety percent of the time. But this is a ten percent nudge in God from God, you know.
0: The most annoying part is that it allows modern day people or people through all throughout history to say, "I am the agent of God. God has told me that I have to kill you," and it's God. It's it's not me that decided this. God decided it, just like in the Bible when Jehu was told to go kill, kill the king of so-and-so,
1: right? That's a good defense. Has any has any serial killer and murderer ever used that defense?
0: Yes. And did and they ever all, get off? We, we consider them crazy people. No. How
1: do we? It's like I swore on your book to testify at my own fucking... I swore on your book, and now you're telling me the book's a lie? No. <sighs>
0: They, I mean, my mom rationalizes it. I said this to my mom before. I'm like, if you believed God told me to kill, like, if God told you to kill me, then you would have to do it. And she's like, God would never tell me that. That's I'm not like, the he question. Told it to mom. Abraham. Yeah. He literally told it to Abraham, kill your son, just to test and him, like,
1: not even to punish him. Yeah. So you don't even have to do anything wrong for him to do this.
0: But then she points out. But also, he didn't actually. He stopped him before he actually. That's killed That's not the him.
1: question, Mom. Is would you kill me? Yeah. He took him. Would you take me to the top of the mountain and hope for a different <laughs> different response? Yeah, because he took I him mean, to the top of the mountain. He was going to do it.
0: Exactly. Like in the in the cartoon version that I watched in Sunday school that wasn't traumatizing at all. <laughs> the knife is in the air and you see it like about to come down. And it's like, Abraham, stop it. What are you doing? You crazy person. It's like exactly what you told me to do.
1: Yeah. Fuck. So what would your mom say?
0: She, well, she said that God would never say that, and God stopped Abraham from killing his son, and that's just an example of how God wouldn't do that. I'm okay. like, God told people to kill people lots of times.
1: And would you but, take me to the top of the mountain if God told you to and murder me?
0: I mean, it, it's it, it's already been, in fact, established that my mom loves me more than God because I full-out <laughs> blaspheme and say she's crazy all the time, yeah. and she still loves me, Very true. which is I like. But she claims but that she likes God more than me. Uh, but that's you, obviously untrue, because the Bible says to kill rebellious children.
1: You're gonna be, you're gonna be the reason she goes to hell.
0: Oh, that would be hilarious <laughs> you're if gonna it turned be... out to be real, and I got her banned. <laughs> yeah. like your drunk friend at a bar. You're both out of here. <laughs> <What>
1: the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's too dead on, dude. You're gonna get your mom sent to hell. Hey, I don't even fucking know that guy. At least you'll we'll be there together. Yeah, I should be at the gates. And be like, fuck, no, I tried to kill him.
0: And I'll be like, uh, I guess you were right. This is <laughs> really hot. This p- poker is really burning my asshole. I wish they would stop, but we only have forever.
1: You know what? After, after like, after a hundred years, that poker is going to feel good. It's going to be all calloused down there. It's going to start to feel good
0: the thing is yeah it's just such a crazy concept for infinite punishment for finite sins is really the dumbest shit you've ever heard
1: it doesn't make sense and if you actually believe this there's no hope right no there's no hope for anything because if that person is the afterlife is controlling the afterlife you're fucked no matter what how long do you think you could stay in heaven like, let's oh. say you're not like compelled by outward outward forces to make you do all the stuff in heaven. Let's say you just know the rules in heaven when you get there. How long could the most virtuous person stay in heaven? Maybe one of those monks that meditated themselves retarded could just sit there worshiping God all day.
0: I think that's what you'd have to do. Yeah. I mean, if by this scenario where hell has to be real, so your alternative is getting tortured infinitely so i get i mean it's, they're both torture when you look when you <laughs> they are they're, they're both, both torture. forms of torture it's like the americans at guantanamo bay like we don't actually beat you we just don't let you sleep or have bathroom breaks and we play music really loud 24 7 did
1: Didn't the chinese invent that type of torture back in the day i can't remember what it's called
0: uh, yeah i mean i'm sure they've had different forms of it over the years
1: mm-hmm. but like the the sleep deprivation torture and like yeah, not, that's got to be pretty bad. Yeah, that's got to be, it's got to make you go crazy.
0: I've been doing it to my <clears throat> wife. Apparently I've been snoring so loud she hasn't slept in like two days.
1: Are you boozing?
0: I mean, just last night, but not, I mean, not so much.
1: Because that'll do it. When I booze, I fucking snore like a fucking asshole, dude. I was just thinking, so and you're in heaven, right? Yeah. How many years of worshiping God do you just go, maybe hell's better? Like, before that thought starts creeping in your head, like, fuck it, maybe hell's better.
0: I'm not even there yet, and already now. So, <laughs> yeah, right?
1: You're like, fuck I hate this. I do get my dick sucked by mean, an angel every day, though. I don't know if that's going to happen in hell, so that's pretty sweet.
0: I mean, what's the worst pain you've ever experienced? And the but thing there's is... There's got to be some sort of, like, point... Like, even pain on Earth, as... I think the worst pain I ever got as well, at least in remembering was I broke my toe and it got infected. And it was like, just like searing pain, shooting up my foot and leg for mm-hmm. like 12, 24 hours. And like, it never went away. But even in that pain where like the slightest move or touch, like just shot, like lightning up my leg, you could still kind of like grit your teeth and bear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean Cause that's all you can do.
1: I mean you can do humans can do that till you pass out but imagine a pain so strong you you could pass out but then you don't
0: Yeah and then it just goes on forever Yeah And that's the loving god that puts you there. It's just so dumb. Okay, so yeah. back to the Bible. So Jehu is start he started his coup, right? The officers around him say, "Praise, you know, they go uh jehu is king and then his first command is says go to the place where the uh the real like the, the current king is where he's wounded don't let anyone in or out of th- this city that we're in and i'm going there to kill that motherfucker so he gets in his chariot and rides over there verse 17 so he's making the, the army lookout. hold
1: his entire city hostage so i'm guessing they don't try and defend their king is that why
0: well here it comes When the lookout standing on the tower in Jezreel saw Jehu's troops approaching, he called out, I see some troops coming. Now, keep in mind, Jehu is currently the commander of the king's army, so it wouldn't be weird for him to be marching with the army back to the town. No. Right? Yeah. So.
1: Which is a perfect opportunity for him to completely betray his ruler.
0: Exactly. Get a horseman, Joram, that's the king, king of uh, Judah. Get a horseman, Joram ordered. Send him to meet them and ask, do you come in peace? The horseman rode off to meet Jehu and said, this is what the king says. Do you come in peace? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's just classic Bible.
1: Hey, he followed the orders (laughs) to a T, word for word. Write that down, somebody. Don't let anyone know I didn't say exactly what I was told to do.
0: This is what the king says. Do you come in peace? <clears throat> what do you have to do with peace? Jehu replied. Fall in behind me. The lookout. This would be a dramatic scene in the Bible. Like imagine this was the movie. And I'm it's picturing like, It's kind of dope. Yeah. So you see the lookout. He's looking over the, t- like from the tower. He goes, there's an army approaching. The king says, send a messenger. The messenger goes out to meet him and then just falls in line behind him. And the lookout goes, holy shit. Uh, They're still coming. The (laughs) messenger's not returned. So back to the Bible. The lookout reported, the messenger has reached them, but he isn't coming back. So the king sent out a second horseman. When he came to them, he said, this is what the king says. Do you come in peace? Jehu replied, what do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The lookout reported, he has reached them, but he isn't coming back either. The driving is like that of Jehu, son of Nimshi. He drives like a maniac. So you have to imagine this guy on his chariot just going as fast as he possibly fucking can. Like four horsepower, chariot down the road.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just stepping on the gas, which means beating the shit out of him.
0: Beating those horses. Uh it's I I I don't know. There's something about that verse that just like he, the driving's like Jehu. Everyone knows Jehu's a fucking crazy chariot driver, right? Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> he's always crashing those chariots <laughs> in the woods. So I was going for joy chariot rides. <clears throat>
0: it's so funny to me. My dad made a prayer CD like the ones that you have. Mm-hmm. um called Jehu who rides and this guy nolan clark read this this passage we'll have to uh get a clip of that posted somewhere yeah we should oh i have a new instagram account
1: oh caleb drinks coffee
0: caleb drinking coffee um it's all the rage it's me drinking coffee your, and your uh, wife's different... definitely
1: spamming it everywhere that's for sure
0: it's all her dude she made the account she takes the pictures
1: that's it's hilarious
0: like, it's her side project she's trying to get sponsors
1: <laughs> there's like 40 people
0: yeah it's fucking great hey, yeah I'm well one, now i'm the one of them knows. i'm one of them dude caleb drinking coffee on instagram
1: what kind of sponsors um, do you want so like uh nabisco um
0: uh, definitely not tim hortons if they try to sponsor me i'm gonna give them the double middle fingers and say go fuck yourselves you've ruined canada
1: how about the uh, like McDonald's coffee sponge? McDonald's for pretty, sure. Pretty I would definitely
0: endorse McDonald's coffee. It's better, cheaper, and sustainably sourced. Actually, I don't know if that's true, but I just endorse them. I don't okay, believe so in the-
1: sustainability. Give me the cheapest product I can possibly get. I don't care the death behind it. Give me those blood diamonds, dude.
0: Blood, Give me the- blood beans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the lookout reported, he has reached them, but he isn't coming back either. The driving is that like that of Jehu, son of Nimshi. He drives like a maniac. He Hitch up my chariot, Joram ordered. And when it was hitched up, Joram, king of Israel, and Ahaziah, king of Judah, rode out, each in his own chariot, to meet Jehu. So they're kind of like, <clears throat> we're the kings. We're going to see the guy that works for us. Uh, like, what's up, Jehu?
1: You should probably you like uh, bring an army with you couple of kids <laughs> well
0: technically it's their army right
1: yeah but they have an Jehu's... army with them because they were just occupying somewhere right
0: yeah but they did but they see the like you know their general with their army coming towards them and like jehu you seem like you're driving like a maniac what's the rush around here
1: i like how just they're not worried at all they've lost two messengers he's driving like a lunatic towards them with a full army and they're just like ah I wonder what's going on
0: Um, They met him at a plot of ground that belonged to Naboth, the Jezreelite. Do you remember Naboth, Uh, Naboth's vineyard? Remember when King Ahab was like, fuck, that's a nice vineyard. I wish I had it. And Naboth wouldn't sell it. And then Jezebel was like, aren't you the king? Just accuse him of scumbaggery (laughs) and uh, kill that motherfucker. So he did. And then Elijah prophesied because you sh- shed the blood of Naboth, the innocent man, you're going to be buried in that plot of land, right? Yeah. So when happen? Joram saw Jehu, he asked, Have you come in peace, Jehu? How can there be peace, Jehu replied, as long as all the idolatry and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel is abound? Classic, classic propaganda here. Yep. What we really have is this armed insurrection but it's like, you know, you've defiled God. Thus, I am in the right.
1: Yep, with your witchcraft and wizardry.
0: Exactly. Joram turned verse twenty-three. Joram turned about and fled, calling to Ahaziah, "Treachery, Ahaziah!" Jehu drew his bow and shot Joram between the shoulders in the, the back. Heir, he's, hey,
1: shot him in the back.
0: Yeah, he's running away, dude. I like to imagine that Jehu's still driving like a maniac. And this is like a, this is like an ancient car chase scene, mm-hmm. right? They're on chariots riding around the dessert <laughs> and he pulls out an arrow. Like it's like, it's as if he's leaning out the window with his gun. He pulls out an arrow, snipes the guy between the shoulder blades, pierces his heart at a gallop. Pretty incredible, incredible shot. Obviously Stuff movies it are made like of. propaganda. Yeah. Uh, the arrow pierced his heart, and he slumped down in his chariot. Jehu said to Bidkar, his chariot officer. Uh, I guess Jehu wasn't driving. Or maybe, guess, who knows?
1: I guess not. He was riding in it.
0: He might have been driving, handed the reins, ra- like, Bidkar, take the reins! And then he leans out with his bow and arrow and shoots the guy. That's 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 how I'm doing it in my movie.
1: Yeah, that's what it's- we're going to envision, to make it more
0: badass. I mean, I re- when I read the story, I really do see it like a movie. You see Jer- Jehu riding in, the messenger. It's zooming in and out from the messenger to Jehu. The guy's falling in behind him. The kings saddle up. They go out. They're like, what's going on here? All oh, they're like, holy shit. It's a coot. And he's remember, it's his brother, right? He's like, run. It's a trap. It's a trap. That's his brother? Fucking, pardon me?
1: This is a, That's his brother he just shot?
0: Uh, Ahaziah and Joram are brothers, right? There's descendants oh, of Ahab.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha.
0: Okay, uh, so Jehu said to Bidkar, his chariot officer, "Pick him up and throw him on that field that belonged to Naboth the Jezreelite. Remember how you and I were riding together in chariots behind Ahab, his father, conveniently, when the Lord spoke this prophecy against him.
1: Remember that conveniently when we uh, <laughs> remember that thing, put him in the yeah. thing that we remember." It was part of our destiny.
0: Exactly. The Conveniently, that wrote... hey,
1: remember that?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> remember the thing that predicted this happening? Yeah, do that.
0: Yeah, so verse verse 26 is in I like it quotations. being back to him. It's like,
1: hey, remember what God said? Put him in that field because of what he did. And everyone's like, yeah, because he just killed like three guys. So they're like, yeah, I remember.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's all- Definitely, I, I didn't write this all after the fact to just conveniently, you know, line up. I it, I didn't kill this guy and then make up a backstory for him afterwards. No way. That never happened.
1: No, no. Put him in the fucking field. Shut your goddamn mouth.
0: Yeah. So this is in quotes from the old story that we read, verse twenty six. Yesterday I saw the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons, declares the Lord. I will surely make you pay for it on this plot of ground ground, declares the Lord. And you also have the classic, you know, poetic justice, just like it fits the story, right? It does. Like I mean, sometimes beautiful. history does happen that way, but what's more likely?
1: Yeah, it's way more likely it didn't happen. That this one, this one's within the realm of possibility. If that somehow happened, it's just the fact that this guy was the guy that heard that. You know, fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's not Don't even like a known, it's not even like a known thing. It's just like he was there when he heard the whatever.
0: Now then, <clears throat> pick him up and throw him on that plot in accordance with the word of the Lord. Verse 27. But the funny when thing I is, like,
1: it. now someone else owns that. And he's like, oh, come on, dude. I don't need a dead body in my, order, in my fucking whatever. In my field. Well, fields.
0: conveniently, Jehu owns it now. Because Jezebel and Ahab took it from Naboth and killed his family. Yeah, but I'm and assuming, now Jehu's the king. I just, man,
1: I'm assuming they, they're not working the land themselves. No. <laughs> right? So someone lives in that house and is tending the farm, but they're just re- taking all the money, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that's how it works. Someone has to run the fucking farm. (laughs) And now they're showing up to this guy who didn't want to do this in the first place. And yeah, bury this dead body in it. And also, I want no delayed production of all the...
0: With the battle that's (laughs) just been fought on your vineyard. (laughs) Exactly. Verse 27. When Ahaziah, king of Judah, saw what happened, he fled up the road to Beth Hagen. Jehu chased him, shouting, Kill him, too. They wounded him in his chariot on the way up to Gur near Iblem Iblem.
1: Oh that's right in, uh, that's right after Neh <laughs>
0: <laughs> But he escaped to Megido and died there <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. everyone take out your Google Maps and google all those places if you give a shit uh, his servants took him by chariot to Jerusalem and buried him with his ancestors in the tomb of the city of David. In the 11th year of Joram, son of Ahab, Ahaziah had become king of Judah. Jezebel killed. Then Jehu went to Jezreel. Is when Jezebel Je- still alive so,
1: right now? She's just an old lady
0: still? Yeah, she's the queen mother. So she hasn't, she's been, Cersei eat- Lannister.
1: So she hasn't been eaten by dogs yet?
0: No. This but is the prophecy
1: happen. is about to come true once again. <laughs> yeah. Perfect.
0: When Jehu went to Jezreel, when Jezebel heard about it, she put on eye makeup and arranged her hair and looked out of the window. As Jehu entered, she made the gate, herself
1: pretty for knowing she's going to die. She's like, at least I want a beautiful corpse.
0: It, kind of exactly that. She's trying to go out with dignity. Either that or. Or maybe she's. It's also read that she tries to seduce Jehu. Like maybe she's still got it, like the old cougar that she is.
1: Oh, really? I mean, that's I'm one thinking she's traditional going telling
0: of the story. Don't don't the some other one,
1: don't people like dress up and stuff when they hang themselves? Like shower uh, sometimes. And, yeah, isn't that a thing?
0: I mean, at the end of uh, the Shawshank Redemption, the old man wears his nice little suit, yeah, and his bow tie, and then rocks that chair. God, that was
1: depressing as fuck.
0: <laughs> um, so she gets, she does her makeup. She ranged her hair and looked out of a window. It's crazy that they had eye makeup in 831 BCE. I wonder what it was. It was coal. I, I've got it. They, remember those pictures of me when we went to uh, Petra and we got the coal on our eyes? No. You didn't see those?
1: I don't know if they're I they're on
0: Instagram it. from like two years ago. Uh, my dad paid the locals to give us the th- so we got like the scarf tied around our heads and the coal and I look Arab. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh
1: okay, how would the women do it though? Would they same try same and-
0: way? I think really. Yeah, and then they'd use like perfumed oils and I don't mm. know some salts from the Dead Sea. They're still selling mud. Israel's like biggest export is fucking mud from the Dead Sea.
1: Oh my God! If no one believed any of this horse shit, they'd be like destitute in the middle of nowhere with nothing.
0: Well, the the fact is that the mud is actually—I gotta say—I took a swim in the Dead Sea, and there's all the salt and minerals, and my skin had never been softer. I—it it works. I—I I would. I,
1: well, yeah. It, all heavy amounts of salt is a good, a pretty good exfoliator.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, you're you're, actually, you're chemically I, I
1: exfoliating your skin at that point.
0: When you get in the water, it feels slimy. You should
1: put because, it in your, you should put it in your eyes.
0: Oh, you can't, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's I know. so bad. It's they they like warn you like so bad like do not get this in your eyes and do not get it in your mouth. Just for an experiment, I dipped my finger in the water and put one drop on my tongue and mm-hmm. it fucking burned. It like burned for about 30 seconds. Shit. Like like
1: It's chemical burn at that hard, point.
0: Yeah, it's hard to describe. It was like an acid burn. Not like a fire burn, like a no. Stick, I get what you like mean. A searing sting.
1: Yeah, that much salt is literally it's a really chemical exfoliant. Oh, if you have like a hemorrhoid, dude, and you hop in that thing,
0: oh, it'll be clean.
1: <laughs> you won't have hemorrhoids like so, anymore, but you might be dead.
0: It's so trippy pain. too, because you float. You just sit there in the water and float <clears throat> with your head up. You, you're like almost up to your shoulders. You can sit. You can lie on your back. It's pretty fun, actually.
1: Yeah, that sounds. Except if you actually turn over. I'm assuming it's easy to float. It's not like you're yeah. bouncing on a floaty Because you're no, in you the water. You can just like, basically yeah.
0: sit in any like, position. That's weird. It's super trippy. And then everyone rubbed mud all over themselves. Because the mud has you know, got the same nutrients in it. And we had like a big mud party. It was like <laughs> a bunch of men and women just like rolling around in the mud like pigs. It was <laughs> so funny. Alright, back to back to the bible here so she looks she's got her hair and makeup done and then she as jehu entered the gate she asked have you come in peace you zimri you murderer of your master uh now you probably don't remember zimri he no. got one paragraph in first kings chapter 16 uh he was king for seven days he got he became king and immediately omri the guy who had the army marched on zimri and zimri burned down the palace with him in it so that omri couldn't have it so wow. she's basically wow. that's a she's insulting jehu saying you zimri like your reign won't last
1: that's awesome
0: she's you murderer of your master so that was she an ironic the...
1: did you come here do you come here in peace you murderer <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a. those are opposing statements
0: I think Jezebel's kind of badass. Like I keep saying, Cersei Lannister, because she does remind me of Cersei Lannister. She rules through men around her because women aren't allowed to rule. Mm-hmm. She's obviously powerful, and she obviously knows it. That's honestly
1: better though, because you're never taking the fall. Because you can be like, "I didn't do it. I'm a woman. I'm. I wouldn't have the ability to do something like this."
0: It's it's kind of true. But the Bible blames her remember it was her fault she's the one that told Ahab to kill the prophets she's mm. the one that told Ahab they blame her for everything I like
1: how they respect a woman's voice now
0: Yeah the fact they should have double, the double punished the dude
1: They should have double punished the dude for even they should have double punished the dudes for even entertaining a woman's a woman's words
0: I mean, kinda, yeah The fact that she's even written about Means she must have been formidable
1: Oh, for sure I mean, we've been saying that the whole time She sounds badass as hell
0: So, he looked This is verse 32 (laughs) Jehu looked up at the window and called out Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked down at him Do you know what a eunuch is?
1: No balls, right?
0: Yeah, it's a guy Either no balls or no dick and balls But mostly no balls Because you kind of need a dick to pee yeah. Um,
1: so they're just like, didn't they used to do that to dudes when they were young so they could sing better? That, so they don't hit puberty? That's one reason
0: they did it. There's there's many reasons. That's kind of, a, I won't say common, but not that strange in the ancient world. They they were so considered they could more fuck trustworthy them, right?
1: Really? Me. So they could fuck them. It's got to be one that, of the that's, reasons.
0: That's another reason they were used in brothels and harems. But yeah, they were considered more trustworthy because they wouldn't have, obviously, a family or children, so they have no like long-term plans in mind. Mm-hmm. They presumably uh, didn't have a sex drive. I mean, that's you probably false.
1: No, I mean, you wouldn't. There's no testosterone.
0: Yeah, but you hear that like chem- pedophiles that are chemically castrated still did- diddle kids, so
1: who knows? Seriously?
0: I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. You if, i down. bet you
1: though if you get it cut off at like a young age you don't even go through puberty that whole thing there i i can't imagine you'd have much of a sex drive if probably, you never yeah, went through puberty right.
0: so yeah they, they, like it was com- yeah like i said not common but not strange for there to be the king's servants many of them would be eunuchs uh ballless dudes and they would do like menial tasks like Bathe the king, or like be the king's barber, or like, like whatever. They're just
1: just drones going through life with no motivation to do anything.
0: Yeah, and they were traditionally treated pretty bad. I would assume. Yeah, you could just kill a eunuch, and who gives a shit? That's got to be a miserable life. Anyways. So Jehu says, who is on my side? And two or three, I like that it's two or three, like the Bible, the one God's word, you know, two or three. We can't be sure, but at least a few eunuchs. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> Jehu's like, who is on my side? And they're like, you?
0: And then he says, throw her down, Jehu said. So they threw her down and some of her blood splattered the wall and horse and the horses as they trampled her underfoot. So in my movie, Jehu comes riding through the gate right up to the Citadel. Uh, you, you cut to uh, Jezebel doing her makeup and hair just one last time, putting on her nicest outfit. And she walks to the window and she puts her arms on the sill and she says, have you come in peace? Zimri, or, you Zimri, you murderer of your master. And Jehu just yells out, Hey, who's on my team up there? And then two guys poke their head out, just like that scene in Braveheart. Yeah, And they just fucking defenestrate her, dude. They just throw her right out the window. She screams all the way down, smack on the ground, and then it just cuts to blood squirting on the wall and the horses trampling her under under feet.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like.
0: Jehu went in and ate and drank. So then Jehu goes, I'm fucking hungry. Let's have dinner first before we deal with this. Jehu went in and ate and drank. Take care of that cursed woman, he said, and bury her, for she was the king's daughter. But when they went out to bury her, they found nothing except her skull, her feet, and her hands. They went back and told Jehu, who said, This is the word of the Lord, that he spoke through his servant Elijah the Tishbite. On the plot of ground at Jezreel, dogs will devour Jezebel's flesh. Jezebel's body will be like dung on the ground in the plot of Jezreel so that no one will be able to say, this is Jezebel. So once again, we have the prophecy fulfilled. Hmm.
1: Yep, but uh, he didn't have that much faith in it when he told him, to, ah, go bury her king's daughter yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, yep. yep. Oh, the dog, she's not there. Well, turns out God said that too. Yeah. I had just forgotten <laughs> okay. God said that. I, when it, I said to so, bury it, I'd totally forgotten God said he was she's eating my dogs. That's my bad. He did say that. It's,
0: it's exactly <laughs> it. it does, I mean, Christians, doesn't this read like the most humanly written story ever? <laughs> doesn't it? Or in your Christian mindset, wow. Can you believe God called it like that to make such a dramatic story as to teach us a lesson?
1: God is great.
0: I mean, it's amazing how they look at the same evidence and go, no, that's... You don't understand. It's just such a great. That's why God <laughs> made it that way.
1: No, you don't get it.
0: Yeah, that's those are the arguments I keep having. Did you learn anything today, Kyle?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Do yeah. I ever? Do I ever learn anything? No. If I did, I'm gonna forget it. My next podcast, anyways. It's,
0: <laughs> it's the name of the segment. My Can fucking we get any emails.
1: My brain's too old to absorb new information.
0: That's unfortunate because you're only like
1: 33. Yeah. I went across the ice a lot with my head down.
0: <laughs> <in the>
1: <laughs>
0: and you had your, that's why you kept your hair long. So you'd hope people would think you were a girl and not me, crush you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Show me some sympathy. <laughs> yep, we got emails this week. We do. Sorry. What's up, Dick Fours?
0: What's a dick for?
1: <laughs> He's not even here to do it. What's that's, the punchline to that joke? I know that's yeah, the joke. Say,
0: so what is he yeah, supposed to the, say? So dick for, and then you go, what's, what's a dick it? for? And then you're like, you don't know what a dick's for, you idiot? Oh, it's yeah. for fucking.
1: <laughs> okay. That's great. <laughs> I'm wondering if you've ever heard the recent-ish story of Byron Yan.
0: No, I have not.
1: Byron is an ex-pastor who's been sued by MLB player Bob Zobrist for sleeping with his wife while Zobrist and his wife were... Yeah?
0: Uh, You just cut out for uh, a minute. You have to restart for me. Okay, Byron
1: is an ex-pastor who's being sued by MLB player Brian Zobrist for sleeping with his wife while Zobrist and his wife were receiving marriage canceling from Pastor Byron. Mostly wondering how many different biblical rules this married pastor broke by sleeping with another man's wife who was part of his congregation and was receiving couples counseling from his holy dirt bag. (laughs) Hoping he's blasphemed Um, the gourd's name at some point so he can't make it up eternal worship fest that is heaven.
0: Yeah. uh, Off the top of my head, adultery, you got it right there. (laughs) You have um that's i guess blasphemy because he did it he took the lord's he took his position as a spiritual leader and took advantage of it that's the fifth fourth commandment do not use the second commandment i don't know it's one of the commandments do not take the lord's name in vain he i don't know that there's much more than that there's no real like to my knowledge hard rule that says don't abuse your position as pastor and Literally, they've been doing it since basically the beginning of church.
1: They've been taking full advantage of that being omitted from the Bible.
0: I mean, Moses and Aaron, right at the beginning, were like, give us your best shit. Also, we're not going to work and my descendants will be God's like priests forever. That's like the very beginning of the priesthood is corruption. Yeah,
1: it's like, we're royalty, our family's royalty forever, give us all your shit.
0: God, but god said said
1: <laughs> i forgot you gotta add uh, jesus said that actually yeah yeah jesus
0: jesus said that. who is his own dad said that
1: thanks and stay flaccid fellas Shave.
0: yeah that is a scumbag move though to do at during marriage camp i what do you sue him for
1: why would I you guess, what do you mean you su- why would you sue him
0: uh the guy's obviously butt hurt but
1: I mean, suing him, the guy, you go to marriage counseling, you go to marriage counseling in a in a, like, in a fucking church, and then the priest fucks your wife, I think you have to kill him. Like, I don't know what alternative you have. Forever you'll be known as the guy, (laughs) the priest fucked his wife. You mean the guy that's supposed to fuck nobody? $69,000?
0: nine thousand dollars
1: If you think about it like this, God fucked his wife.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, th- what Christians get to do yep. is they go, that guy's obviously <clears throat> not a real Christian. He's a scumbag, right?
1: Well, then how did he get anointed under the roof of God? How did that get allowed?
0: Because so... Like, it's the no true Scotsman fallacy. My dad does it all the time. As soon as an upstanding pastor his whole life does something bad, that's not Christian. He's not a Christian, right?
1: But all the good shit he did was under Christianity, and people were just misinterpreting the fact that he was doing it under God. He was just doing good things on his own.
0: Exactly. Like Like, all the way up to the Pope, they'd be like, that guy's not a real Christian. He did some bad shit. You're like, okay, the fucking Pope? God's fucking person how, on Earth.
1: how would anyone allow that to exist how could an omnipotent being let the person he directly his direct contact to earth be the fucking be the wrong person
0: unfortunately you have many biblical examples of a of god's king saul saul's his king all of a sudden saul falls away from god now we have to get a new guy ahab was endorsed by god at one point god said ahab's the good guy Mm -hmm. then he made false idols then jehu has to kill his family it's a
1: perfect system when you think about it (laughs) yeah perfect there's uh there's nothing wrong with this logic and the system is fucking flawless you know what it's so perfect it must have been made by a, a fucking higher power all knowing yeah. being could only make this infallible system where almost everything goes wrong every single time. <laughs> Imagine building something and fucking it up every time. That's oh, literally shoot. what God did. He, he yeah. fucked it up every he... single time. And here, here's the he... thing. People like, yeah, they make mistakes. People keep making mistakes and fucking up. He knows that's going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah. He knows it's going to happen. Dude, like Noah, he it says he regretted making mankind, floods the whole earth. Noah, immediately getting after off <laughs> off the boat, gets wasted and exposes himself to his sons. Remember that? He gets drunk and shows his floppy wiener everywhere. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, guess we're starting from scratch again.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, you fuck up so bad, you can't even fix it with your unlimited powers. So you have to kill everything and start again. And within days, you fuck it up again. (laughs) God has never done anything right.
0: Oh, dude, I'll just spoil the story. (laughs) Guess what Jehu does?
1: Completely fucks it up.
0: Makes a golden calf.
1: God damn it! The calf again? (laughs) Again? Jesus Christ! Like, at a certain point, I'm going to start thinking they're fucking these things. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it's the same one that's gone so badly before. All right, give us your earrings. We're gonna melt it down into a cow and worship it again.
1: I I don't <laughs> even I don't even have words for that. The fucking calf again. Do they not pass this story down in history? They do because people are telling it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, so, I mean, it's man, isn't it easy to fall away from the God that's talking to you in an audible voice, demonstrating his power by burning fireballs of 50 people at a time? God must Maybe sound, we'll worship the cow we made.
1: God must sound like a real fucking pussy if he's talking to you directly, and you're like, oh, this guy, I don't. I'm not I'm not going to do anything this guy fucking says. What's yeah. he going to do? What's this fucking loser going to do?
0: Dude, a third of the angels in heaven defected.
1: Yeah, he must be a huge bitch. No one respects him.
0: A third of the angels who are with them in heaven are like, I think we should go down to Earth and fuck uh, human women because they're hot.
1: <laughs> hey, he's like, God did that right. He's if fucked up humanity story, twice.
0: It's on the Patreon under the Book of Enoch episodes.
1: Oh, yeah, I forget what we read here and not. Yeah, it's, uh, that one's fucking sweet. There might be giants in there, huh?
0: Yeah, it's hilarious how big the giants are.
1: It's, yeah, it's worse than... ...than any fucking fantasy ever. It literally makes no sense. <laughs> All
0: right, well, we got a couple patrons any,
1: uh, this week. A couple new patrons.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's shout them out.
1: Rosser Begins.
0: Rouser Begins. Rouser he Begins. He was the guy... My, Rick Rouser. He's the teacher that um, we, we talked to on the last episode. That was yep. a really interesting episode. He's my Christian perspective teacher at Kelowna <laughs> Christian School... And he came on and talked. We talked about uh, you know all kinds of different stuff. But the guy is one of the smarter guys I've ever talked. to. probably the smartest guy to be on the podcast.
1: <laughs> I like how we uh, how we bring people on and then make them pay to hear their own episode.
0: I sent him the thing. I sent him the link. I think he's just being nice. Oh, that's nice of him.
1: Juhani, another patron, Juhani Toivola, and they paid in pounds. So I don't know where the fuck wow. they're from. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Welcome.
1: Welcome to the Unfaithful. All right, dude.
0: I I wonder if she's or he or she is mad that we're not reading the King James version.
1: Why? Because they don't have the vows and thus.
0: Well, yeah, that's the like the the version most the Brits read, I think, because King James wrote his own Bible because he switched from Catholicism to Protestantism because he wanted to divorce his wife Dope. and he made the whole country switch. And then they had bloody, bloody civil wars and Then over he made it. a whole Until country today.
1: talk like a bunch of fucking stuck-up assholes. <laughs> Just a bunch of cunts. Of Oy. course they read that version.
0: Well, Kyle, yep. I think that's the end of the podcast. I think that's it, dude. All right, till next time.
1: Jesus, yeah! yeah.